0: listening to Gizmonic Institute radio.
1: In the not-too-distant future, on no specific date, there were two guys with a mutual love of MSD3K. They were on their way to watch a favorite show, but then things went bad as they tend to go. When they woke up, they were surprised to find they had been kidnapped by a scientist and launched it to the sky. Now they're stuck in space until they've watched every episode of the show. That's the only way that Dr. Oz says he'll ever let them go Now we invite you to join our heroes as they travel both near and far Podcasting their grand adventures while hurtling through the stars It's time for Hispanic Institute's Radio So, you don't think that anyone needs to be steering the ship? Like,
2: no, I th- think they can just punch in some numbers, and then the computer will do it.
1: Why is there someone always at the helm then?
2: I, I mean, it's, it's bureaucracy, I guess. Is it's it a metaphor? Is, it
1: like, is the is the USS Enterprise like a self driving car it's, where it's like there has to be someone? It, uh, wait, the Enterprise is a self drive. What's the metaphor for? Everything. Okay. <laughs> So, everything is self driving, I guess. Like, the helm is self driving
2: in our own way.
1: And there's always has to be somebody at the wheel, even if it's even if we're on autopilot.
2: Right.
1: Oh, that's deep. Mm -hmm. I wonder who's steering this ship, though. Like, is it like a computer or is it just, uh, I don't know. Hey, Hey, Dr. Odd. Yes, what?
3: Listen, I'm really, really, really busy today. So
1: I thought you were going to say busy, hungry, or moist
3: (laughs) No, that's what I'm saying I am very hungry, and so I'm trying to make a sandwich So, Uh, if you're calling me with one of your inane, stupid questions, you know
1: No, this one's important,
3: actually I got a date with some salami
2: Does this mean that your most recent mission was successful?
3: Oh, you mean my, uh, my incredible obstacle course? Yes Yes, yes it was. <laughs> and I have got it, as you can see here, a giant dagwood, as I would call it, mostly because it contains actual traces of wood.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh fiber
2: is good for you.
3: Beggars can't be choosers.
1: A lot of newspaper with the comic dagwood in it too. That's yep. you got a lot of filler in there. A lot of fiber, yep. but not necessarily the good fiber.
3: Little piece of a dag nasty record. That's a <laughs> That's a deep
1: reference for some of you kids out there. <laughs> Someone's really laughing right now. Yep. <laughs> oh, uh, dag, yo. You so, know, it's okay.
2: like you put a little toothpick through it, but it's kind of shaped like a dagger.
1: <laughs> Ooh, nice. A wooden dagger. A, a dag, dagger. as we call them. Yeah. The call them. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, so Dr. Odd we were we were discussing um, uh, on the st- on the show Star Trek the Next Generation. Uh, there's always somebody driving the Enterprise even though it's like the most advanced vessel in the universe. Right. Uh, I guess or at least the galaxy I, I don't to, really, you know make I mean the Federation. Right. Sure. Okay. Yeah, let's sure. talk about yeah. a little bit. I guess they can't fire and be cloaked at the same time, right? That's no, a, because uh, I mean
3: if you think hey. about it uh, I mean, uh, Chewbacca's really busy steering the ship.
1: Oh. <laughs> well, I, mean, I guess I guess that brings up another point. Like, that was do they need for. to steer the Millennium Falcon too? Okay. I first c- of all,
2: you guys yeah. need to stop mixing your Star Wars and your Star Trek. It's sickening. Second of all, you said that they can't fire while being cloaked. Well, the Federation has a treaty against being cloaked. So I don't know what you're getting at. Well, oh, I thought cool.
1: there was, like, a, wasn't it one of the movies where that was, like, the big deal is there was a, there was a Romulan warbird that could fire while cloaked? Oh, like,
2: okay, so you're, but I thought we were still talking about, like, the Enterprise, like, Federation. Yeah,
1: yeah, but I'm, we were just discussing about which ship was more advanced. All right. So, Dr. Odd, who's steering our ship? What? I guess is the oh, question. I'm sorry,
3: I zoned out during your <laughs> nerd talk and continued to eat this sandwich. What do you want? What is it it that you want?
1: Who's steering our ship? Your ship? Yeah. You know, like we're up in space. and.
3: Oh, that's that's old Trebus.
1: Trebus, okay. There's another person
4: up
3: here? I didn't say it was a person per se, but Trebus is steering the ship. Just think to yourself, like when you're sitting alone in your little rooms at night, you know, like... When I'm watching you guys on the camera feeds, and as you lay there, just think to yourself, Trebus, take the wheel.
1: Okay, all right. It, really... Like like a good neighbor, Trebus is there, kind of like that sort of. Tribus, thing. Trebus, yeah. take the wheel. I Tribus, mean, this is. The wheel.
4: How
2: long have you been on this ship, Jeff?
1: Uh oh, boy. Um, like I don't know four three two years i don't i don't know yeah at okay, this point
2: so so multiple years and mm-hmm. you didn't know that there's another person on board
1: well no um
3: well i did not I again think, i did not say it is a person
1: okay Is tree is kind of like a concept
3: you could say that it's like okay it's like a concept of a small sapling
1: tree okay oh i see should he's we like, have been watering Trebus this whole time, or is there some sort of system built into that?
2: Yeah, did our pilot dry
4: out?
3: No. Uh actually, every time you flush the toilet, it goes right to Trebus. So oh man. Probably. Sorry, Trebus. What could go wrong there? I mean, it's that it's sounds very, right.
4: It's very fecund.
1: Yeah, it's uh, he's he's probably growing to resent us quite a bit if there's any sort of sense. Literally, to he is literally <laughs> growing to resent you. Yes. Well, I guess... Mm, okay, I don't want to really get into that whole concept of whether trees like, like that as food, but... Uh, okay, well, that's like, can Trebus communicate at all? Should we be, you know, reaching out? I mean, so, I, okay. guess, I guess we could... I mean, you could
3: talk to him if you want. Trebus,
2: hear me now.
3: Has someone called unto me?
0: It is oh my a, god! <laughs> no. ah,
1: it is it's I, a talking tree!
0: I, the tree known as Trebus. I am Trebus.
1: It's oh, a, okay. It's an honor
2: to make your acquaintance, sir. Thank or, you. Or ma'am. I don't know. I don't know how trees work.
0: I am Trebus.
1: <laughs> yeah. You said, I'm, I'm Jeff.
2: I'm Renee.
0: And I
1: am Trebus. How, how, how are you, Trebus? I'm Trebus. Oh. Okay, so you okay. got, like, a Pokemon thing going on. Like, uh... You say your name and a greeting? Look, I'm going to be honest with
0: you here, okay? This oh, Guardians okay, okay, of Galaxy yeah. thing is, like, real hot right now, and I, I want ah. to be just like groups. Just,
1: oh, it's a, it's a group thing. So you, okay. are you pursuing
2: right. a career in acting?
0: I am, you know what, whatever. I'm not going to do this. It's getting old really All fast. Right. But anyway, well, hi, my name is Trevis. I am hi, Trebus. the small tree mm-hmm. that uh, steers your ship.
2: You should no. come, come down here and hang out with us. I mean, I, I think you could probably just punch in a few numbers and let the ship take care of things for well, a while.
0: Come, come well, well, I would like to do that. But you see, uh, the way the ship works and the way uh, you may have noticed that you continue to get oxygen here in space is that Dr. Odd has uh, stuck all these series of tubes and wires deep into the undercarriage of my body. Oh, It is quite painful...
4: Yeah, But I,
0: that, I hope you are enjoying your air. I mean, yeah, we really
1: actually appreciate
2: it. I was wondering yeah. why it was so musky.
0: I would, uh, this is really, I gotta tell you, it's great to hear from you guys and meet you finally. And I would yeah. like to mention, uh, from now, I guess, in the future, I will occasionally buzz in, uh, here on the intercom and, uh, give you flight updates.
1: Oh, that'd be yeah. That's fantastic. This like you is, know what, like what are we flying? Would past you like me to? Or, you know? Well, I guess
0: we could do one right now.
1: Sure. Give us a little taste.
0: Good afternoon, flight
1: people. Oh, this, on this is exciting! Fl- yes. On this flight,
0: this is he, he knows this is your name. this is your Trebus speaking.
2: Personalized Trebus.
0: We Hi, are trebus. currently hurtling through space, and as usual. These deep cords and cables are running deep into my flesh and pumping my life source
1: into the ship. Ooh. It's, okay. I mean, there's not so much of a trip update as a guilt trip, but this afternoon's
0: film presentation will be roller boogie.
1: Oh no! Not no. again! <laughs> a great film. I'm gonna skip this in-flight movie. How
0: did I do? Was that pretty? I mean, was that pretty good? Yeah,
1: no, it was. It was real good. I mean, yeah.
0: Did I sound like a real, like a,
1: like a, like a captain, like a can pilot? I give You. Yeah, I
2: can, was gonna say I'm not the, the type of person to coddle, but go ahead, Jeff, coddle away.
1: Well, no, no I was gonna say, can I give you some constructive feedback?
3: What you are you gonna be mean to the tree now? Is no, I'm not you gonna to be mean to
1: the tree. Just ask how we was doing. I was gonna be honest. I think there's
3: one Great.
2: way to get better, and that's self-loathing.
0: Absolutely, because when I think about me and and my life and 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 being permanently affixed to the to the mast of this this fine spaceship. I often Wait. think to myself, boy, I sure could use some constructive criticism.
1: <laughs> Alright, I get the point, Trebus. Jeez. I, uh...
4: I also
1: also our our spaceship has a mast? Can we can we go over that real quick? Well yes <laughs> like, like a galleon or
0: you didn't know about the mast?
1: No, I, I did not. There, there are all these signs. And I, the, there's a door. It says M. Period A. Period S. Period T. Period, and I right. thought that was like mechanical aeronautic system technology. And I no, and it, all the doors are locked. Um, That's so, where I
0: live and work.
1: Oh, And okay. also,
0: it is also. I would like to note where my bark. Is ritualistically removed from my body and used to create oh. your toilet paper.
1: Oh no, no, oh
0: uh, well. Mm,
4: mm, I hope. Wow.
0: I hope my flesh feels great on yours. Uh, yeah. I mean, y- I've actually yeah. been going
2: without for a while. I didn't know that we actually had toilet paper.
0: In here. Yeah, we've
3: so, we've uh, we've uh, we've noticed. I've noticed too. Oh, really? I've noticed too. I'm not saying anything.
1: But I know. He noticed over the. I don't know time.
3: why I, or how I would have noticed. I'm just saying. I just look. I just want to be part of the
1: talking. Okay, I understand, Doctor okay, uh, Renee. Though. Can I give you some constructive criticism, real quick?
2: If you let me give you constructive criticism after your constructive
1: criticism.
3: Are you talking to me? Or are you talking to Trevis?
1: I'm talking to Renee. <laughs> uh, oh,
3: yeah. Hey, whatever, <laughs> neither, trebus, neither you or Trevis. stay out of this one.
1: Yeah, you That's two, great.
2: You two just hang out a little bit.
0: I'll just go back to it's a steering the ship.
2: No, hang on. I,
0: yeah. What? D- don't leave yet. Don't yeah, leave I yet. want
2: Jeff's constructive criticism, but then I need to give you
0: constructive criticism. We all need that oh. CC
4: passing around. Oh,
0: good. I, I can't wait. Maybe I should make like a tree and leave.
1: Okay. Um, Renee. Yes? If you use toilet paper uh-huh. instead of not using toilet paper... Maybe it would be better.
2: Well, I just I haven't seen where it's at.
1: Oh yeah, It's just next to the toilet. Like,
2: oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. Normally I like to reach into the the you know the oh what's it called the tank. Um yes, the, in the tank in the back of the toilet. And yeah. See if there's something sitting back there. So.
1: No, there, there's uh, all of our all of our toilet tanks just have uh, handguns duct taped to the inside oh, of them, just all yeah. over the inside. Well, I definitely several. saw
2: the handguns, but
1: yeah. Standard issue. That's normal. <laughs> I guess that's totally normal Dr. Odd's a real uh, he's a real prepper type he is oh absolutely
3: absolutely I have I have this whole bunker it's known as the basement of a Chuck E.
1: Cheese (laughs) no one will look for you there I
2: can admit that I think it's very wise to arm a toilet because I mean is there a worse place to be caught off guard
1: true Mm, no yeah I don't think so that's how Elvis died well, it, it. Uh, he
3: died. He well, died no. in a spaceship bathroom,
1: yeah, he wiping it's himself with the with, a gun. with <laughs> the <laughs>
3: refined bark yeah. of a sentient tree.
1: Well, he thought it was the refined bark of a sentient tree, but it wasn't. It turned out it was a handgun. Uh, well this this was this was 20 years after the U.S. government faked his death. Oh right, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's one of those was all known
3: stories in, in an effort to cover up the uh, the robbery that took place mm-hmm. at the Hound Dog Hotel in yep. Washington DC. Yep. Where the Democratic National Committee
1: was staying. Classic classic, classic uh, toilet toilet game. Okay, can I so, give my
2: constructive criticism yes. now? Yes.
1: Yes, please. Give give Trebus uh open up the CC guns. Oh I boy,
0: I just it. I just really can
1: not Wait.
0: I,
2: I, uh, I want you to know that this is coming from a valid source. Um, back on Earth, I was the CEO of a lucrative, uh, athletics wear company known as Spiky. We sold, um, uh, heels for running purposes. We had stilettos.
0: Great. Had that counts. definitely applies yeah. to me, since I have no feet. <laughs>
2: Well, I'm just saying that I was I was ex- I was pretty successful when I was down. Yeah,
1: she's giving you yeah. she's giving you a resume, Trebus. Great, great. Yeah. Let's get a uh, right. a CV maybe,
3: a summarized version. Oh,
1: yeah. you're brutal, okay. Trebus. Well, this guy yeah, this guy's awesome.
3: I, I, I love him. I love you, Trebus. You're the best. I'm
1: actually,
2: I'm actually getting kind of intimidated by the tree. I felt pretty confident, and now I'm kind of. Ooh,
0: just go forward okay. just keep yourself rooted in y- in your beliefs I don't know I'm trying I get
1: it'm I'm, I'm rooting for you Trebus. Thank you get it
4: yeah all
2: right I'm gonna give you the the piece of advice that really helped propel me through my career which okay. is
1: as as a uh, as a proprietor of uh, healed uh, jogging shoes yes okay
2: um, so Spikies tr- try hard or try home.
0: Oh, okay, great. You know, I'll, try I'll stop and try. ho. okay. I'll stop and think about that as uh, you know, as my my leaves fall off every fall. But that doesn't happen here on this ship because I've been biomechanically altered, and now my leaves just stay on forever, Isn't that while they have rot on my branches. Huh. Oh, no. Okay, oh, that's okay. not as good. Smells great in here. Come on into the mast.
1: How do you absorb the chlorophyll? The chloroform? Have, well, no, uh, uh, the chlorophyll. Dr. Odd
0: pumps it right into here.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, man. Trebus. I'm sorry. I dog. am.
0: I am. I got to tell you. I'm chlorophylled with excitement to be here. <laughs>
1: Uh, well I think we this need guy, to He
3: really is great, isn't he? Every
1: he's, he's a real he's a real jokester. I think I think we need to leave you for a little bit um and do an oh, audio log. That was but, um that sure Can is we clever. resume this Can we resume this uh this this branching conversation um when will wow. we get back? Wow. 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 wow.
2: I feel unwell.
1: Oh come on. So Trevis does it, and it's okay, but I do it, it's not.
2: Yeah,
1: you're not a tree. Okay, fair enough. You're so funny,
0: I I will never lock you up in a trunk and <laughs> right. throw you into the ocean. Okay,
1: now I feel sick. Let's do an, was that, let's do an audio log. Let's was do, that we're gonna good? do an audio log now, tree. Alright, let's go. This is the audio log for Season 11, Episode 2, Cry Wilderness a movie that actually did kind of make me cry a little bit yeah
2: that's a that's a totally valid point
1: yeah it it was it was a very i i liked this episode a lot but i really hated this movie it was
2: excruciating
1: it was an excruciating movie so um, let's delve into the episode a little bit, shall we? Sounds good. Uh, the pre-commercial segment, uh, Joel, Joel, <laughs> Jonah, whoops. That's a
2: J name. Yeah, it's a J name. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's it a J name. I'm Jeff, uh-huh.
1: Joel and Jonah. You're, and uh, You're all the same to me. No yes, yeah, that, that's. I think I'm flattered. I. Yeah, yeah, that's good company to keep. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: No, I, I didn't mean like uh, you and those actors. I just meant people with the name that starts with J.
1: Oh, okay. Well, Um. so like... To me, like to you, mm-hmm. I am the same as say, uh, uh, George Jetson. Well, his his name yeah, starts it, with a G, so this, that doesn't. Make this sense. seems like a
2: tough game for you. Maybe we yeah. should avoid this.
1: Well, the only other G J names I could think of are Jarnold
2: Schwarzenegger,
1: John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt uh-huh. was the first one.
2: There's Barack Obama.
1: Uh huh. And then Jesus was the second one, but I didn't want to put you on the didn't spot like say, that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: that seems like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think that you know that's not a workplace safe question. I, I like to treat this as a workplace, so
2: that's probably a good way to approach this. Yeah,
1: yeah. um Okay, so uh, anyway, in the pre-commercial segment, Jonah and the bots are helping uh, Gypsy fix the ship. Yes. And uh, there's a there's a there's a Skit where uh, Crow wants to catch a wrench with the uh, the netting in his in his head because he said he's never been able to use it as an actual like uh, net to catch anything. Well, it's like and, a
2: catcher's mitt, kind of right? Yeah, it's.
1: I think it's a lacrosse, uh, like a lacrosse.
2: Okay, this thing. I'm really glad that we're covering this right off the bat because okay. this was extremely. This was a nostalgic moment for me because I remembered at that moment that as a child, like I did not conceptually understand that they were made up of like goofy props yeah like in my head that is just how they looked and so they were those creatures that looked like that and i always thought crow was supposed to be a dog okay never occurred to me that a crow like a crow right as in the bird like Uh, as a very small child i was just like oh it's the dog
1: he does look more like a dog than a bird though yeah you know in defense of your your child i mean he's got
2: a sort of beak like appendage
1: yeah but it's also, you know, his, he's got like the, the face like a dog. Like birds, mean, have their, birds have eyes on the side of their head. That's
2: true, but you also don't have to try to make this work. You can just be like you were
1: a stupid small child. That's true. You know. I could be, mm-hmm. but I i also remember thinking Crow was a dog. Oh, really? Yeah.
4: Ah, oh, high five.
1: So, yeah, high five.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that was a nice one. It was juicy. Yeah.
1: yeah was it was a juicy five. Clam juice high five. Here, give me ten. We're we're just one hundred percent in sync on this right now. All right, let's
2: see let's see if we can do a perfect uh, wait thirty how Fif- many would well,
1: that? Well, fifteen. I don't know how let's many. Do, how do high do you want to go? Yeah, oh,
2: we never miss.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Nope. nope. um, yeah. So I it I, I don't know what the official term for the lacrosse is. It a lacrosse bat? Like, I think
2: it'd be a paddle bat. A
1: scoop? A, a lacrosse boat? scoop? A scooper? Um, and let's see if the alternate has anything. Uh, because. I know there's, like, some of some of our East Coast listeners are screaming um, lacrosse scoop. Lacrosse bar? No, that's... I don't know. It just says lacrosse scoop. I guess it is just a lacrosse scoop.
2: See, you did this last time with Captain Kangaroo. I yeah. have this theory that, like, you pretend that you don't know what things are.
1: No, I, I, I didn't know. I just It's a you're scoop. You're like, oh, I
2: think maybe Captain Kangaroo, with no other context clues, looks well, sports- like a train conductor, man. And also, maybe the thing that they use in lacrosse is called a scoop. Just I, guessing.
1: You just, just, just guessing. Well, sports always have, like, weird... Weird names for things.
2: There's so many weird names for stick-like objects.
1: There are, especially in sports. Just, like, just
2: remember, I'm on to you.
1: Okay, all right. Like, I don't even know what. Like, what is the stuff? Like, the people use in like cricket? Don't those have like weird names? I
2: think it's a bat. It's, it's a cricket a, bat. It's a bat. Yeah, it's just a bat. Wicket,
1: but they have wickets, right? The the the, the thing Ewoks? that they knock down. No, not wicket the Ewok. The uh, like like the wickets are a thing used in croquet and. And cricket. Are they the
2: metal wires that you stick in the ground?
1: Those are those are croquet wickets, but I think there's also a wicket in 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 uh, cricket. I have a sneaking
2: suspicion that this conversation is interesting to literally no one else.
1: Yeah, that's fair. We should move on. Is that an Um,
2: acceptable use of literally?
1: I think so. Okay. (laughs) I don't think there's anyone who's actually interested. (laughs) Yeah, I just wanted. I was actually not interested in it. I wasn't either.
2: (laughs) Okay, keep
1: going. Yeah, we're good. Um, The first segment. uh, They uh, so. It, they explain, so at, at, at the end of this segment, well, the first uh, pre-commercial or whatever, because there aren't commercials, but the pre-intro segment, mm-hmm. uh, Jonah gets sucked up into um, a tube that deposits him into his, his mining vessel. A tube. A tube. Um, and then he relives the, the original show intro. Mm-hmm. And the way that they explain it is that uh, Kinga's, uh, uh, what is it, a liquid, r- liquid, uh, viewing whatever they, they display uh, all the movies on mm-hmm. that she uses, it doesn't do recording, yes. and so every episode he has to uh, um, react, yes. reenact the Which intro. Which implies
2: a greater degree of him being complicit than I ever suspected. Well, he I- says he
1: gets poked by a cattle prod if he doesn't do it. Yeah, so- but like
2: he doesn't like being coped being poked with a cattle prod doesn't necessarily make you, like, act surprised every time. I, mean, I think he's enjoying it.
1: That's true. I mean, I guess you may as well. Like, you know, we have to do this audio log or else we get an electric shock to the collars we're wearing. Yes. But that doesn't mean I'm not enjoying it.
2: Well, that's true. Yeah. That is an excellent point. Yeah. So maybe he just enjoys acting. Yeah,
1: maybe. Yeah, Maybe he. maybe it's like... He's not on the ship anymore. Maybe he's, like, looking for a way to escape. I don't know.
2: Do you think, like, when other people watch this show, like, they're coming at it from a different place and they automatically assume it's fictional and we're both just like, no, no, no.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I would assume so because, like, you know, no one else really has walked a mile in our shoes know, kidnappees. This
2: is kind of blowing my mind because I've just been taking taking it for granted, you know, being up here in space this whole time. I've never actually thought about, like, the shift and paradigm that I've had about originally thinking the show was a goofy fictional show mm-hmm. and now questioning whether or not it's a goofy fiction.
1: Yeah. show. Yeah. There's, there's a whole, like, other layer that you peel back on the onion that is MST3K. This is real
2: trippy. I'm going to lay in my... Uh homemade pod that I made to feel like my old meatball <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: and uh just look up at the ceiling
1: your little your little box fort that you made
2: yeah you're not yeah. allowed in there
1: that's fine I'm not interested but okay thanks thanks for well maybe
2: you could come over once for like a slumber party that's all right there's enough room for two people for like just like pancakes yeah mm-hmm.
1: is that like a slumber party thing like pancakes
2: yeah like a slumber party pancake
1: okay is that is that what's the difference between a regular pancake and a slumber party pancake
2: sprinkles Okay. Fair right. Anyway, moving on.
1: Yeah. Um, the Invention Exchange. Um, Jonah makes Thanksgiving music, uh, which combines a turkey and a theremin. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure that they mimicked the sound of a theremin by using an automaton.
2: Yeah, it was notably not a theremin sound. Yeah,
1: yeah. That and was I'm, interesting. I'm pretty sure it was somebody on set with an automaton, which mm-hmm. is a, uh, it's this weird little... Japanese thing that only electric nerds know about yeah the only oh, I'm nerds sorry. know about uh, like me it's a it's an electric slide instrument that looks like a music note and it's got a face on it and you oh. squeeze the mouth and it changes like the the timbre of the automaton then you slide your finger up and down the 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 electric kind of fretboard, and it makes like kind of a slidey electric noise. It's right. it's a real cool. I mean,
2: use what you have.
1: Yep. Uh huh. I in my desk at home, I had one uh, sitting right next to me all the time. So, right. well, um, when they
2: uh, they start cutting into the turkey, and it starts changing its sound to a sort of pleading yelp. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they say that's kind of sobering and and uh, sadistic as it is. That pretty that cracked me up. That,
1: yeah, it was pretty good. That got me. Uh, the Mads Invention Exchange are the Carvel Cakes. Uh, Carvel ice cream cake clock.
2: Are Carvel cakes real? Is that a thing?
1: Yes, Carvel is a real. Um, and they really do
2: make the cake that's different just by which way they ice it.
1: You know, I I know that Fudgy the see I did not have a Carvel ice cream uh, depot uh, store. I don't. Kay. know I don't know where they're sold because uh, I did not have it growing up. Nor um, I. I think it is a West Coast thing. Um, so yeah. we're just
2: making the West Coast in general very angry at this episode. Well no, the East La Coast is where lacrosse is. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I'm yeah.
1: Sorry. So we're we're really uh we're really equal offenders for both coasts. Yeah, we're pretty much missing yeah. out. Nope, uh, headquarters in Atlanta, Georgia is where Carvel Ice Cream All is. Alright,
2: well you missed missed yeah. the mark there, but so did I, so
1: Yeah. So there's a – I I know Fudgy the Whale is a cake.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the uh other cakes I don't know if the Santa cake is a thing.
2: Well, I mean, if they didn't make the other part, I don't feel like there's any reason to make up the.
1: That's true. Uh, But all of the other ones that they made up. Right. uh, Right. Obviously. I mean, yeah. Yeah, they were invented cakes. The Santa cake is real, Uh, and it is it is the same shape as the Fudgy the Whale. The
2: uh, lamprey cake
1: was
2: probably the most upsetting one.
1: Mm -hmm. I liked the Dust Devil. Yeah, Uh, that (laughs) was pretty good. It didn't really
2: look like anything.
1: No. I also liked the bag of money cake. I think that was probably my favorite.
2: Yeah, the laundry bag cake had a red mouth on it. Yeah. That was kind of upsetting. Yeah. With no explanation for why a laundry bag needed a very red mouth.
1: Yeah, the uh, I think the most disturbing one to me was the post-apocalyptic raider with a mohawk. Uh, it
2: was a very fleshy cake.
1: Yeah, it was a very fleshy cake. Yeah. Uh, more so than the Santa cake, which, by the way, if you're buying that Santa cake, you're just cutting into Santa's head. Yeah. Um, which I mean, is, some, you know, some people. All right, anyway. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess some people just want to just eat Santa Claus. Yeah. On some holidays, and that's fine.
2: We're all different.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was the Mads Invention Exchange. So uh, they they go into the theater, and then come out for the second segment where Tom and Crow are dressed up as raccoons mm-hmm. and. Uh, so, th- this, this skit had a couple different layers that I really appreciated. Yeah. Uh, the first was, they're making fun of the fact that this park ranger just essentially had, like, raccoons running around his cabin, free rein, in this, like, the world's filthiest kitchen. Yes. Um, which makes me think there would probably raccoons there anyway, even if he hadn't have been taking care of these baby raccoons during the movie. Um, but also, like... So they're they're making fun of that by just being like we're disease vectors we're spreading disease throughout your house we're little monsters and, and while they're knocking over uh, you know a bunch of stuff including cereal boxes
2: yes that were um, delightful
1: yes that were all parody cereal boxes with characters from the the film I
2: really them. appreciate that I feel like they have a tendency and I know the skit sections are intentionally cheesy and you know that can be fun sometimes but I like it when they leave a little bit of subtlety in there because I mean they were still prominently placed but, like, normally they'll call attention to each and every joke in the skit, like, and now we've got this one, and now... And they just kind of let you just read and enjoy. They had the, uh, uh, the fake Rambo character serial was supposed to be, like, made out of, like raccoon meat yep, yep. and like it was just like they didn't draw a whole lot of attention to that part of it but i really really enjoyed it
1: yeah yeah it, it's it's definitely something for your second watch of the of the episode yeah be like oh yeah i didn't i didn't notice this the, the first time they left
2: some little nugs a tra- yeah. a trail of nugs for me to follow
1: yeah there's a there's a part where the crow raccoon is uh Hitting uh, a propane camis- canister with a hammer—that's mm-hmm. fun.
2: Uh, by the way, raccoon, crow, and I guess Tanuki suit uh, crow and uh, Tom, servo,
1: yeah. mm-hmm.
2: are pretty adorable. Yep, I'd like a stuffed animal of that.
1: There's a there's a skit in some of the earlier series that they do. Um, uh, bear and dog uh-huh. it's a game they play where one of them's a bear and one of them's a dog <laughs> and, and it just it, it, their their raccoon costumes were very similar to the bear and dog costumes yeah. that they uh they dress up in for that game but very yeah i would i would buy like a you know like a plushie a, you know, well a plushie or like an action figure i was i was thinking more of like the uh in the the 90s like when they had like ninja turtle action figures mm-hmm. and then they sold all the ninja turtle action figures and they're like, "Well, we need to sell more of these. I don't know, let's make them all but now like Raphael's a magician." Did you
2: have the one where like you could transform one of them into a van?
1: No, I did not have oh that. Oh my one.
2: god, I had one that seriously it was a ninja turtle that you the toy could transform into a van.
1: I believe it. I had one that you could transform the ninja turtle into like a baby turtle.
2: Aww.
1: Yeah, like it was Oh, like
2: just like a normal turtle? Yeah,
1: like a normal I turtle. I also had that one. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um and it had like a like I remember like the fabric or it, like the mask wasn't fabric, but it was like rubbery. Oh.
1: Huh, Do you remember weird. that? Uh kind of? Or maybe
2: the belt was like
1: No, the belt was all weird and rubbery.
2: Yeah, the belt was all yeah. like
1: Yeah, no, the but like they had like weird variants. Like I This is I, all we're going
2: to talk about for the rest yes, of the podcast the, this I'm the Ninja
1: Turtles very excited. But they also do that with, uh, like, Amiibos, um, too, where right. there's, like, this is this is I mean, it's regular a, it's a Mario, and this is Metal Mario. Quick and, and easy
2: way to sell... I mean, it's basically the fudgy cake thing all over again. Yep, exactly. <laughs> you dress yeah. up the same product in slightly different ways. And so
1: case in point, if they did make some sort of crow and tom servo action figure i would buy both the regular variant and the raccoon variant
2: right i mean if yeah if that yeah. were possible for us to buy things sure
1: yeah of course that yeah. would be nice. you know it's all wishful thinking i don't think they have action figures either so yeah. Uh, the third segment um jonah is making a space suit which i don't know if he's planning an escape he says he just really has always wanted to spacewalk mm-hmm. so i guess he's taking advantage of being out in space although his job is to fly through space and collect asteroids, so I assume he would have had that opportunity at some other point. But mm-hmm. maybe he's planning an escape from the uh, the satellite.
2: I mean, you don't really have to get out to you know to do the asteroid.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, I guess. But I guess if you if you wanted to, he could have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but he uh, Crow and Tom are having trouble understanding the movie. Uh, you know, rightfully so oh, because yes. it's very confusing.
2: Okay.
1: Um, so Jonah made a laser cut model of the movie and then uh, proceeds to explain the movie. I wrong. loved.
2: I loved when that happened because uh, right when he. It started indicating the model. Uh, one of one of the robots was like, "Oh, so you had that laser cut?"
4: Yeah,
2: <laughs> I really yep. liked that kind of kind of nod to like the awkwardness and weirdness of that yep. fact,
1: yep. but also
2: like that looked amazing. If I. If I had one of those up here, we would like we could just play with it.
1: Yeah, we could play Cry Wilderness. Yeah. Yeah, we could reenact it in all the wrong ways, like how uh, in in their movie, the kid Paul was the son of the rich guy, um, and like. Uh, they
2: did make a better version.
1: They did make a better version. Well, I, and I, I not a single theirs. one
2: of those laser cut wood things was an unnecessary forest animal chained up and looking unhappy. Nope.
1: nope. So the,
2: the the movie could have stood a little bit better without those yeah
1: yeah and uh yeah and their their plot made a little bit more sense Mm -hmm. the fact that it was actually you could follow it i like that they worked in the trucker too Yeah, (laughs) there were only like five characters in the movie yeah they had to work all of them in Mm -hmm. um so then, in the uh, the fourth segment, um, this is kind of a cool one. Uh, the uh, the Bads are concerned that Joan isn't going crazy fast enough, mm-hmm. and uh, Kinga starts, <laughs> which to, they uh, are
2: determining by scrolling through
1: some yeah reams of blank, blank paper. paper, yeah,
2: <laughs> like blank, just nothing <laughs> on it, just desperately, you
1: know, you know that's all the data that's not. It's all the insanity data that's not there. Yeah. Um. There and so then they get a visit from uh yes. Earl Forrester and Brain Guy some
2: original characters yeah and
1: uh, Bobo played by uh, uh, Mary Jo Kevin Murphy and Bill Corbett the original uh, cast of uh, not the original cast but the the later seasons cast of MSD three yes
2: that was delightful
1: yeah um so yeah they're they're kind of the, the
2: I kind f- of felt for Kinga yeah they were kind of yeah.
1: jerks to her. Yeah, you know, she's just trying to make her way in the family business, mm-hmm. and uh, they they kind of it kind of goes into the family structure mm-hmm. of uh, the the Forrester family. She calls uh, uh, Pearl Forrester um, Grandma,
2: mm-hmm. which um, doesn't seem like seems like a strange age gap.
1: It does. It does. Maybe Pearl's aging well. She no, she does spend a lot of time traveling around through the depths of space. I suppose
2: there's probably some. Wibbly wobbly time stuff. Yeah, there's like
1: some interstellar stuff going on, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I see
2: you went interstellar. I went Doctor Who.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know it's all it's all good. It's all kind of the same. Yeah, I <laughs> uh, suppose it's all time crap. But yeah, so that means that Kinga is Doctor Clayton Forrester's daughter, unless there's another Forrester in the family. Um, yeah, I just don't. I can't imagine. Clayton Forester having children. But then again, I can't imagine Pearl Forrester having children. Giro, I can imagine oh, somebody more.
2: like harvesting his, his genetic information to yeah. like produce an offspring.
1: Okay. Yeah, I guess I didn't. Cons- I I just was assuming someone procreated with him. Yeah. But yeah, I think totally like test tube, like, yeah, that maybe she's an experiment or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, okay. I could see that. Yeah, that makes more sense. That, that puts me. At That's ease. in my headcanon. Yeah, the, uh, um, there's a weird part of the segment where uh, Bobo uh, welcomes uh, son of TV's Frank, uh, TV son of TV's Frank, rather, mm-hmm. into the second banana club by grooming him with weird VR gloves, which was like an unnecessary thing that called attention to the fact that they were not in the same location <laughs> while they were shooting.
2: Yeah, it was, it was, it was peculiar. But I have to admit, like, I was like, oh, that's amazing
1: yeah yeah but it was was i kind of
2: wanted bobo to massage my scalp as well oh yeah very soothing
1: i mean yeah that would have uh that the technology itself i think would have been you know fun to play around with right Uh, you could tickle someone through like time and space
2: yeah except for i don't know how to tickle yeah
1: i mean that's that's okay that's uh, it's good to know yeah. that I don't ever have to worry about being tickled to death.
2: Don't have to worry about tickle fights. Nope. <laughs> no. Or at
1: least losing one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, it was just like this, I, I don't know, I think they could have just gone without that whole thing and just been, you know like not called attention to the fact that you know' well, agree
2: but it's well within the keeping of the tradition of the skits just being completely bonkers
1: oh sure yeah absolutely yeah it was it was a little arrested development y though mm-hmm. in the uh in the way that it was like they 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 sort of did things to work around the fact that the on the Netflix season of arrested development none of the characters like hardly any of them were ever on set on the same day. Huh. So there was like some weird angles and scenes and, and things that they had to write into the show to make it, it work, uh, to kind of fake interactions. And so kind of, I don't know, it sort of brought bad bad memories of the, the oh, not great Netflix was, season of Development, yeah. Uh, but overall, it was cool to see those characters back, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I hope that... Uh, there are more
2: may there be more cameos yeah more cameos cameos.
1: uh this season and hopefully in future seasons um man it would be cool to have like jonah and joel and mike just like i
2: was gonna ask you if you had a wish list for cameos oh
1: man um well uh jonah and joel and mike Mm -hmm. like would be real cool i'd love to see a dr clayton forrester cameo that'd be great um and a tv's frank honestly like you know clayton forrester and tv's frank uh both like you know bring your parent to work day bring your dad to work Aww. day like that would be that would be pretty That's cool It's very cute. Yeah. Um, do you think there's
2: like a there's going to be eventually like you know how they they had the Muppet babies spin off and yeah. it'll be MST3K MST3K babies spin off
1: MST3K babies?
2: Oh my god, that works <laughs> really well.
1: Yeah. Uh that would be that would be what would they do? Would they what, I
2: mean, they, what did they do on the Muppet Babies? Well, they had,
1: like, imagination adventures. It was very... All
2: right, so that's what you can do with with this.
1: So it would be a, just non-related to what MSD3K is, and it would be them, like...
2: Maybe they'd watch bad children's babies.
1: Yeah, I mean, I could see that. Although, the Muppet Babies didn't just put on the Muppet Show, but for babies. Although that would have been cute too, that
2: would have been very adorable.
1: Yeah, but yeah, no, they had like
2: he's like, why are you so windy? songs <laughs> sure, the wait, Oh, that's very,
1: that's it very cute. The- All right, I'll stop. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I actually don't remember what they did on Muppet. That's movies. what
2: I'm talking about. It's like it didn't matter. Like I was just like starry-eyed, hearts in my eyes, like. Like oh, yeah. just staring at how cute they were. That's all you need. It could just be like this. Like they could have the guise of it being a television show, but it's just a still picture of them all as cute little babies.
1: I don't know if this is a, uh, and we we should look this up later. I don't know if this is like some sort of fever dream nightmare mm-hmm. that I I have, but and don't really remember well, or if this is a you know thing that actually exists. But I think that there might be. At one point, a uh, or there was at one point a animated MST3K like web short series that oh. was that was created by uh, I think it was made by Jim Mallon, the like one of the original creators. Uh, that sounds like, delightful. No, but it's really bad because they don't do like movie riffing or anything. It oh. is—it's what we're talking about. I mean, it's—it's it's not babies. It's not MSD three. Yeah, MSD3 that's that's K- the missing—that's
2: the the missing element. Though. Yeah, but it I just, think if they were babies, it would work.
1: It's I and if if they'd be robot
2: babies, even though that's not how a robot works. Well, I mean, like, it
1: could be. Just
2: imagine like pudgy, like chubby little crow.
1: Yeah. Now would they be like? So pudgy, chubby little crow, I can see that. Would Tom Servo be like a? Uh, he'd just be a. Ball. Would he like a, be a Pez dispenser? Or he'd something? be like
2: that, uh, the new Star Wars
1: little dude. Oh, like BB eighty eight? Yeah, it'd be
2: that, yeah. the red.
1: Oh, he'd be BB eighty eight with the Pez dispenser on top. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I go. like this. I like Baby Crow. <laughs> That's fun. It is fun. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's. I if I am remembering that, and that is a thing that I've seen, I remember it being very bad. Oh yeah. Uh, so. I
2: I, I I believe that.
1: Yeah. Um, so the final segment of this episode, um, Crow is, uh, he's got, like, a cutout of uh, uh like Red kind Hawk. of looks like Red Hawks, and mm-hmm. he's saying he's Red Crow, and he's trying to trick TV son of T.V.'s Frank into giving them the keys to Jonah's ship, which TV son of T.V.'s Frank almost does because he's so excited <laughs> to be the I really, one. really
2: love that line, uh, he's buying, stop selling.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> that was it's, very uh, delightful. Yeah,
1: it was, it was, it was good. Uh, and then... Uh, Yeah, and then then they put the uh, weird liquid movie canister in their weird liquid movie thing. Now, this
2: is a trivial thing that doesn't matter and has no relevance to absolutely anything. But I noticed that during, you know, this is MSG3K, Moon 13, the moon segments. Mm -hmm. The giant canister was like a sludgy brown. Oh. And then the fluid that they put into the, like, preservation chamber was, like, red.
1: Oh, weird. Maybe it's different fluid. I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if there is going to be some sort of overarching, like, meta story payoff with all of that stuff.
2: I feel like if they're going to, like, try to make money off of it, they could sell, like, sodas of Ooh, each movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or, or just, like, the canister. I would just buy the canisters, you know? Right. Well, like, yeah, non, like, novelty non, stuff. Yeah, like, non-consumable
2: but I would also drink Cry Wilderness, although it would probably taste awful.
1: Yeah, it probably would. Speaking of, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, the stinger um, for this is the the uh, um, uh, the Marshall guy, the the bad guy. You mean
2: uh, not Rambo?
1: Not Rambo. Yeah, not. Yeah, I think he's a Stallone. I'm not sure, um, but he's uh, eating chicken very messily. Mm-hmm. Uh, which
2: was the most graphic scene in the whole movie, including the part where his eyes get pecked out. The, yep, Watching yep. him eat meat was the most... Yeah, it was
1: the worst. Visceral. He's not a Stallone. Yeah, uh, he's not played by a Stallone. He looks like Sylvester Stallone. But a he's, little he's bit. He's like a cheap knockoff, but... Yeah, uh, Morgan. Morgan Hicks, the, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the U.S. Marshal. Yeah, him, him just sitting there, just Is devouring that, that chicken. He
2: was a U.S. Marshal?
1: Yes, he was a U.S. Marshal who specialized in big game hunting. Well, they
2: just... He just said, "I I work for your boss, and right. I'm a big game hunter. Have you ever heard of the
4: Amazon?
1: Have you ever heard of the world we don't I've hunted it?
4: <laughs> India.
1: I've uh, I I did enjoy the uh, um, kind of current. Well, I guess his current last year, a pop culture barb about saying he is a Minnesota dentist." Uh, what was
2: that for there
1: was a the, uh, the the, the uh, Minnesota dentist guy who was like uh, essentially like had all these photos on his Facebook of him like killing animals in Africa now and you people see, were horrified I didn't
2: realize that and so huh. my mind had to make use of what data I had available okay and I was like hey, he's got nice teeth <laughs> <laughs> all right maybe that's what they're going for yeah
1: all right you they're know. like
2: they're like, there's something here. We can
1: use your, this. your brain's like, I get joke.
2: I get joke. I get joke. <laughs> My yes, brain nice never teeth. accepts that I don't get a joke. Like, if someone were to make a joke that involves, like, quantum physics, I'd be like, ha <laughs> ha! Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, string theory, yeah, because it's uh, like string cheese. Like a guitar,
2: like a bing bang. bing bang. bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, you got some facts for us about this, this movie, Cry Wilderness?
2: Um, I guess just a couple. Uh, one, I was really curious about who this child was and wanted to know about his future career, but it doesn't seem like there's much of be yeah. <laughs> He is on IMDb, uh-huh. and there were a handful of movies also around that time. Yeah. Um. So probably his acting career lacked. Lasted the length of time that his bowl haircut lasted.
1: Yeah, he was on. He was on the Wonder Years. Mm-hmm. He had a, a re, he had a character name on the Wonder Years. Mm-hmm. Looks like he lasted two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in a movie called Death House, mm-hmm. Grandmother's House, and Dark Room. He
2: really likes houses. Yeah. In rooms. Mm-hmm. I mean, rooms are in houses, so it's yeah. just more of the same. Anyway, I also found. Okay, I was a little confused because I found okay on one of the movie. Posters, yes. Uh, Not that anyone ever printed a poster for this. The uh, the tagline was "Sometimes we find friends in the most unlikely places," which feels more like a writing prompt in seventh grade English than a useful tagline.
1: Also, like how, uh, I mean, just just to roll that back real quick, Mm -hmm. like if you're looking for Bigfoot, like. They were they were that in, the like, the in like the forest. They're in like a most... cave in the forest. Further, like. the
2: actual friendship making process did not occur during the movie. They they was just implied that it happened at some point in the past. Yeah. Um. So that's really not what the movie's about. Or um, maybe
1: maybe the movie is about the the. Uh, bonds of friendship formed between Paul and his weird teacher.
2: Oh, I thought you were going to say the raccoon. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I guess he made, made, like, do you get the feeling that, like, the teacher segments were all filmed, like, before they actually wrote the rest of the movie?
1: (laughs) Um, I mean, I feel like lots of this movie was filmed out of order, because...
2: Well, not just out of order, like, I feel like they're literally like, eh, we'll figure out how it goes later. <laughs> we'll Let's figure f- out the middle. I just, I just wrote this part, because well, I'll get into this later. Let like me get Like, a,
1: like t- a J.K. Rowling writing Harry Potter thing, where they wrote the first chapter and the last chapter, and they're like, ah, we'll fill in the middle. We'll just,
2: we'll figure this out. um Let me do the other tagline that I saw. I can't believe this is possibly right. This was on the OtterNet, but this is okay. the first thing that came up for a tagline, and... I'm just hoping that the people who are entering this data did it incorrectly. Now, it starts out just dumb, which is fine. It starts out, legends do live if you truly
1: believe. Okay. Which you're like,
2: all right, you know, hokey, doesn't, you know, whatever. But then you take into consideration something that I really can't express uh, verbally to you, which is that for some unfathomable and unforgivable reason, legends do live is in quotations. Huh. Legends do live, if you truly believe. Oh,
1: it's like like air quotes, legends do live, if you truly believe.
2: I'm so... What does that mean? I don't... I... What are they trying to achieve?
1: I mean, maybe it's like Bigfoot's not actually a legend? Or, or maybe he's not actually so you're alive? So are saying they're
2: implying that they're skeptical?
1: Or that he's dead.
2: I feel like they're referencing, like, you know, everyone always says legends do live. You know, like they're referencing a commonly spoken...
1: Idiom? I have a fe- I have not. a theory about this movie.
2: Okay.
1: Um, that Paul is in purgatory, ah. and he so he gains the trust of his teacher, and they have their nice conversation. And Paul goes to bed that night, and he wakes up, um, and Bigfoot is telling him that his father is in danger. Okay. Or or he wakes up, and they're going to go to the natural history museum, and there's a statue of Bigfoot there. Just keeps, there. keeps and going. And it's yeah, it's and so this whole this whole thing is just taking place in the shadow realm between life and death. And uh,
2: I. I mean, I wouldn't say that they have a whole lot of the plot that indicates that, but on the other hand, I've really felt that
1: yeah they don't have a whole it. lot of the plot that doesn't that's true <laughs> yeah there's fair point there's just a lot of like yeah there's there's a this movie is weird this is a weird movie like it's yeah it's, let's let's dig deep, okay, I mean God okay well, like where do we start like okay,
2: so um man, should I go to highlights of riffs or do we want to talk more about the actual movie?
1: I mean, yeah, let's talk talk about the movie real quick. So,
2: like, clearly it was filmed by someone who had, like, connections with someone who worked at a zoo or something like that. Right, right. And they felt as though they had to really, really take advantage of that. But in all of the worst ways. Mm -hmm. There were so many animals that were clearly, like, collared, chained up. Yep. Tied, tied to things that were supposed to look as though they were, like, naturally in the wilderness. Yeah, it's like
1: one wanted, to, like, a Snow White kind of thing. Right.
2: In a, an extremely unnatural, close proximity to each other. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, there's also a point at which, uh, Fake Rambo, uh, like, kind of looks like he's really strangling a raccoon. Yep. That yep. made me very uncomfortable. Yeah,
1: and I'm pretty sure they didn't, like, like, Foley in the noise of the raccoon no. screaming. No.
2: It looked... It, I I mean, I don't know how like maybe it was a really good raccoon actor.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> they got top-notch. Yeah. Um but I know it was a different time, so mm-hmm. they probably could have gotten away with that back yeah. then. So I I also I loved, mean, this
1: it wasn't made that long ago. It was like 1987.
2: Even even the people that were trying to treat the raccoon as though it was a pet instead of pretending, acting like they were strangling it Yeah. still looked like they were strangling it because, right. like, it was obvious that the raccoons were, like, trying to bite them and, like, wriggle out of their arms and, like, were very unhappy with the whole situation yep. and they're like, yep. oh, come here, you, you little rascal you
1: little rascal, Get you back love here. me so
2: much, you're my pet And, and let it me was... hug
1: you too hard, I'm Paul
2: exactly, it was well, and the dad was that way, too
1: yeah, yeah
2: um, there's a lot of racism Mhm. they, uh they uh, and and the riffers do a, a decent job of pointing it out, you know, and kind of. Yeah, they're pretty woke. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They it, they, they, they they stepped around it in a pretty uh pretty good way, I think. Uh, you know, when it when it appeared. Right. In the film. I
2: mean, it it was definitely cringeworthy and oh, super yeah, bad. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh the the creepiness between the hunter and the boy. Oh they, yeah. They made a lot of riffs about that uh-huh. which made me laugh, mm. but it was also like the the discomfort was real.
1: Yeah, when he's like, you know, when he's like they're having that dinner scene, he's like, "Hey, come here." And, yeah. like, motions to him, then shows in the picture of the Bigfoot book. He's like, this is our secret, like... Right, right. and that what? was so unnecessary. Yeah, It's like, like, what did that accomplish, like... And how the, would, like, the dad not hear? The dad's, like, two no, feet away. the dad, like,
2: watched that happen. He was he, just he, like, this is probably If fine. that were my
1: kid, I'd be like, yo, what do you want with my kid? Uh-huh. Like, creepy guy who we met yesterday or, was, like, done nothing but threaten?
2: Or the one where they're standing next to the hot springs... And uh, he just comes over and he just, like, tries to make eye contact with the kid while the kid's looking away.
1: Yep, yep. Yeah, it's, I don't know. That, it's brutal. I, they made it, they did a really good job of making, like, a, a completely unlikable villain. But I think, like, half of it is the fact that, you know, that they were trying and the half of it was the fact that they're just inept screenplay <laughs> writers. Yeah. and And just wrote this person who, yeah, I again, sometimes- I it's... It, it, it falls into my theory that this is some sort of, like, shadow world purgatory that Paul is trapped in. Yeah. Where well, this everything's is just a about nightmare. punishing Paul. Yeah, or not punishing Paul, but just Paul is just, like, he exists in this realm where, where nothing is just, like, normal.
2: Okay. I do have to point out real quick another, or two more just uh, movie things. Okay. Uh, three. Okay, sorry. Um, one of the things I wrote down in my notes was, man, those nips. Yeah. Um, the oh, nipples the, on uh, Bigfoot.
1: Oh, on the big. I thought you were talking about the mesh shirt. He's covered
2: Um, everywhere except for like a a a cylindrical sausage-shaped slab of flesh on his chest, Mm -hmm. and then very prominent nipples. Um, And then I said, "Why doesn't being viciously clawed by a cougar hurt?" Because I don't know if you remember, but there's at one point Paul gets trapped in a net like just right. a just an average very thin rope net. Yeah. And, and then they show a scene of a cougar batting around a sack.
1: Yeah. As hard as a it sack can. Paul, yeah. And
2: Paul's just sort of like, "Yeah, stop it." Yeah. <laughs> like, are We've they in he got applying? a thick
1: puffy jacket on. Maybe the cougar's batting in the jacket. <sighs> Are they, so they're
2: implying that, like, a thin net and a thin jacket are enough yeah. to protect Paul.
1: From the razor-sharp claws of the cougar.
2: Well, and if, like, if, if that were the case, then, like, why is anyone scared of this cougar?
1: That's true. Yeah, I, I didn't really take it that a lot of people were scared of the cougar, though. Because I mean, they found one in the wild. They're like, ah, we'll come back and get you later. That was
2: a fun yep. joke that they kept coming back to, like, just... We're not gonna do our jobs right now.
1: Yeah, we'll just we'll figure this out. We got this other animal we need to uh, really worry about. But uh, yeah, no that that was weird. That like, man, there's so much weird. Like the bikers in this movie.
2: Yeah, that did nothing.
1: Yeah, like I I don't know. There's just so, there's so much there's so much weirdness in this movie. And oh, the the uh, the worst character was the rich guy. Yes, with he like. Was- His his like trophy wife was yeah that was real weird and he was also
2: like just like in just long enough to say some really racist stuff. Yep, he's like I've got thirty seconds. I better better work this in. Yep. Um, one thing that I really enjoyed was when uh Jim was like like angry at a wolf. Yeah, said oh you bum. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not the first insult that comes to my mind when I think about slamming a wolf.
1: Yeah, but, you know, he, he made it work, he, I guess. <laughs> oh, you bum. Oh, you bum. And then Jim also wrestled a bear for no reason.
2: Yes, and, and, and like, he, I was confused because I thought he was supposed to be showing them, Aha, it's I'm all right, I'm just giving it a hug. But also he keeps fighting it while he's laughing. Yeah. Um, Another thing that I thought was really interesting was that the, the first time we see the dad and Jim, uh, the dad says, Jim and I trapped the beast for two weeks and it was like trash. will Shatner yep. delivery
1: yep it was it was very whoever directed this film was very bad at directing
2: I felt like I imagine that like he needs to read with very large letters yep. so like there's someone helping him with the script behind the scenes holding up <laughs> giant cards and each pause is dropping was when they, one after yeah, the other each is when they switch the card <laughs> yeah
1: I like it. I like that i like that a lot yeah so yeah very 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 weird movie um mm-hmm. were there anything anything uh in general that you noticed that you felt the desire to comment on
4: oh
2: yes
1: uh, well um. i i had a couple well i guess i guess i had one um during the mine scene what so they're they're chasing that tiger through the uh yes the mines, right um and uh you know that's that's where they're finally going to trap it and and uh Tranquilize it. Um, they uh, they make a joke about Paul uh, going and in, going into the play tunnels under Chuck E. Cheese, oh. which is a real weird. I wonder if they're referencing uh, our Odd. situation. Yeah, maybe they've maybe they someone down there listening to the show is a little tongue in cheek reference. That's fun. Maybe I'm just. The, the best at wishful thinking today though. You I know think what? that's that probably is, more like That is really
2: pleasant wishful thinking. It's pleasant
1: wishful thinking, but it's also obvious wishful thinking. Yeah,
2: I mean um, sometimes I like to imagine that like somebody will rescue us and then also yeah. when they do rescue us, they will die shortly afterwards and we'll get their inheritance.
1: Honestly, I, I would love to be rescued. Mm-hmm. I think that I would rather know that somebody who is involved with the, either the original series of MST3K or the current series of MST3K was aware of this show and liked it.
2: <laughs> that's a pretty big sacrifice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we have bologna and barbecue sauce up here.
1: Yeah, but also MST3K. I mean, come on.
2: Every now and then I find a lemon in my hair, though.
1: Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's like a little treat Here's for me. Here's one Linda. right here. Here
2: you go. Yeah. Oh, thanks.
1: I'll uh, you know, I'll I'll hang on. Suck to this. on that. Yeah, I I might.
2: All right, so something I wanted to comment on. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is entirely fair, but it did pique my interest. I felt as though there was a little bit of an error in the riffing. Okay. Um, There's a part where they riff uh, about uh, speaking when a Red Hawk scene is happening.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, They make a joke about uh, the request to speak to the boy alone um, as though it had already happened. And then it happens about 10 seconds later when they actually say... I, uh, may I speak to the boy alone or huh. something like that? So I felt like that is like a result of having watched the movie repeatedly to come up with the riffs. Yeah. And then there's just kind of like a little small continuity error. error. Interesting.
1: I, I did not notice that, but next time I watch it, I'll. Uh, I do not keep hold it against mind. them. They oh, have a no. million
2: amazing jokes, and I'm not trying to point it out to be a jerk. I just thought it was. Re- it was,
1: it was something that you noticed and felt the desire to comment it on. It
2: is. Yeah. It was something I noticed
1: and felt and the felt desire to, desire to, to comment, comment on. on. Yeah. Do so it. do you want to do the twenty-second recap this time?
2: Yeah. Uh, you can uh, use my stopwatch.
1: Yeah. Uh, you hand it over here. Here you go. All right. Um, do you know how this works? Uh, yeah. I press the button to start it and then. Yeah, to stop but you it. gotta like,
2: you gotta halfway push it in. Huh? If you push it in all the way, the watch just turns off.
1: See, Seth's grandfather's stopwatch worked really well.
2: Oh, yeah, it's so sad it's broken.
1: Yeah, but then it worked a lot better than this one. (laughs) But, oh, well. (laughs) All right. On your mark, get set, 20-second recap.
2: Once upon a time there was a boy who went to a wealthy boarding school and he went to a natural museum that for some reason had a model of a Bigfoot standing in it and it said the missing link but for some reason it looked exactly like the real Bigfoot so that makes me think that the people who built the museum actually knew who the real Bigfoot was because how could they make a model that looks like him. Then Paul is visited by Bigfoot and then Bigfoot said his dad's going to die and it goes back up to where his dad is and his dad doesn't really die nearly until it's his fault because he's trying to find Paul and then it's like well why did that even happen and then the movie's over.
1: Uh, did your collar go off? Yeah. Oh, you were doing that through the whole time, being shocked. Yeah. Cause you, you know, was a that was a thirty second recap. I mean, it was my that's first that's the first one. time anyone's ever gone over twenty seconds.
2: That was my first one. Yeah. And I have to say mm-hmm. that uh, it's really it's a pretty mild shock. Really. Yeah. I, huh. I, uh, the way Doctor
1: Odd explained it, I thought he was gonna like you know like fry me if I went over twenty seconds.
2: It felt a little like. If, have you ever licked a battery?
1: Yeah. It kind of felt of course. like that.
2: What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, of course I've licked a battery.
2: Okay. It yeah. was sort of that sensation. Okay. If anything, I was enjoying it and stretching it out.
1: Huh. Yeah. It seemed like, you know, there was a slight change in your tone, but I thought, oh, maybe she's just glad that the collar didn't go off, but it right. turns out, huh.
2: You want well, to try it? No. Here, let me... <laughs> no,
1: I'm good. I'm good. All right. But thanks for the offer, though. Yeah, no problem. Okay. Well, um... Okay, cool. You
2: going to evaluate my recap or do No, we I mean it was on? good. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. Cool.
1: It, I mean there yeah, it's not for us. It's for Dr. A. But oh. yeah, good recap. All right. Other than the fact that it, you know, it was 30 seconds, but that's not on me, that's on you. So. <laughs> and uh and you seem to like that part of it. So. I did. All right, cool. Well, so yeah, yeah, good all around, I guess. Yes. Um. Uh, what was your... Uh, do you have any favorite riffs from this?
2: My absolute favorite riff is okay. the hardest one to explain. Well, All I mean, right. it's not really hard to explain, but it doesn't come over as funny when you just say it. Okay. Um, but my absolute favorite riff is when Paul and the other boy are standing at the window looking at Bigfoot, and then the teacher comes in and tells the other kid to go back to bed, and he jumps on the bed, and they make this farting sound right as he jumps on the bed. <laughs> and I kid you not, like, had to stop the movie. Laughing so hard, watched it over again maybe two or three times. Just that sequence, laugh so hard.
1: Yeah, it's a really good one. The
2: world's most well placed fart joke. Yep,
1: yep. It's they're they're not above that, and I'm glad that they're not above that because it too. was it was perfect, perfect was timing. Really good. Um, mine. So there's kind of a recurring joke. Uh, the character Jim in the film is mm-hmm. constantly laughing. Yes. Um, and like at everything about. Even
2: really not funny thing. Yeah, and I
1: think that, because um, there are several scenes where there's, like, something serious going on, but he's still laughing. Right. I think that that's just the actors like it was like a
2: he's like uncomfortable
1: either uncomfortable or like he's just like either really enjoying it or just thinks it's dumb or whatever and he's just laughing laughing
2: at it the whole time yeah
1: yeah so i don't know if that was like an intentional character trait or if it was just something that this actor was doing and
2: i mean maybe i'm just projecting my own emotions but i felt as though it was uncomfortable laughter
1: oh absolutely but yeah there's one particular riff uh where he's standing in the uh the doorway of the kitchen watching the raccoons trash the kids. Mm-hmm. um and he's laughing and uh jonah says oh my therapist says i laugh when i'm uncomfortable
2: oh yeah maybe that's yeah. why that's in my head yeah
1: yeah I and it was uh that. it was a very it made me laugh it was uh, very appropriate that was my favorite riff in this, in this
2: really film. yeah that the fart riff
1: i mean the fart riff was good but i don't want to double up with yours okay. um so you know I, I i think there's there were a lot of really good
2: riffs i had another one that was a very close second okay. i'm surprised you didn't pick this one I really, really love it when they have the trucker scene and they say, "Like I said, I'm not high, but my dog is, and I am." <laughs>
1: yeah, that would. <laughs> my look. dog is, and so am
2: I. <laughs> uh, I would uh, put that on a T-shirt.
1: Yep, that's actually a really good idea. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's you know, let's talk about this. Uh, this well, let's rate this movie real quick. Okay. Um, as a movie, as not an MST3K movie. But just as a movie, mm-hmm. uh, what would what would you rate this as?
2: I think one of the most uh, damning features about it is that you can never tell who their intended audience is.
4: Mm-hmm. Like
2: like a lot of it's just kind of like goofy hokey would be maybe considered like a family movie or a children's movie yeah but then they have scenes where somebody's getting their eyes picked out or you know like just like suddenly really inappropriate for a small child's movie right and so i feel like it's not a movie for anyone yeah which which really brings the rating even lower than it would be it also feels like there's not a whole lot of heart, in my opinion. Yeah. I feel like they're trying to pull on the heartstrings, and uh, in a kind of obvious way. Oh yeah. So, um, I would probably give this movie like a f- three or a four. Okay. It's it, it at least you can watch it from beginning to end and feel as though someone is trying to film one movie. Right. I, I've seen some other MST3K movies where it feels as though someone has just edited stock footage together.
1: Yeah, or edited a Japanese T V show yes, into Yes uh, a yeah, film. Mighty yeah. Jack. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, so it did not feel like that. Yeah. So that gives it some points.
1: Okay. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think that I think this was intended to be a children's movie, but it does get very dark. Um, But I think that was kind of maybe a product of the 80s. Like, if you look at some of the other movies that came out that were for kids around this time, like Mm -hmm. uh, E.T. or Goonies, uh, you know, culturally, you know, those are kids movies, too. But there's some there's some dark parts in both of those, you know, those other, you know, and yeah, they do.
2: I mean, like E.T. dies. Yeah. they, They point a gun at a kid and stuff like that. Yeah. Something about gushing blood, though.
1: It, it wasn't. It, it, I didn't think it was that gory, uh, but you know, maybe I am desensitized. Yeah. Uh, from from playing too many video games, uh, it doesn't help that the only video game Doctor Odd gave us is that like the uh, that modded copy of Unreal Tournament two thousand, mm-hmm. where everything just explodes every time you shoot it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's you know that doesn't help with our desensitization toward violence. But no. Um, yeah, I would. I would. I feel like. The younger I I would be in my life, the higher rating I would give it. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is something I probably might have sat down and watched. Oh,
2: yeah. I I had several times had, like, nostalgia for, like, times when I was, like, in elementary school and sat down and just watched a bad movie on TV and genuinely sort of enjoyed it.
1: Like, if this were on the Disney Channel, like, on a Saturday afternoon, I totally would have just sat there and played with Legos and watched Cry Wilderness.
2: You know, I think I would have... I feel like this movie has about 20 acts. Yeah. And I think I would have stuck <laughs> through about maybe, like, six of them.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I which mean, is not bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and and luckily, like, honestly, the best part of this movie are the, the settings. Like, yeah. you, can, you can tell, like, someone, like, really, whoever the location scout on this movie really went above and beyond for what the script and the was. It was confusing, was. though,
2: because as they pointed out during one of the riffs, it's like, are they in, like one part of the country it, right right it yeah so
1: I think they must have been in one like national park or something yeah and it was just one of those like like a Yosemite or a Yellowstone a lot where of variety there's just a lot of a lot of different it felt like
2: it. we they were jumping into other movies
1: though. oh yeah no because well, like they'd be they'd
2: oh can be we re- talk a little bit about like the quote unquote cave
1: oh with the mine? Or the Bigfoot cave.
2: The Bigfoot cave. Oh yeah, that was just like a zoo exhibit.
1: Yep, it Uh was
2: so bad. I liked
1: their their reference to it being um, the set of the Legends of the Hidden Temple. I thought that was pretty happy too.
2: Your rating, I'm sorry.
1: Oh no no you're you're fine. Uh, I I would give it probably like a three or four also, just because it's it is a bad movie. Uh, The locations um, and the fact that it is semi co cohesive. give it give it that high of a rating. But mm-hmm. yeah, the the acting is terrible and uh yeah, the costuming is terrible the and the story is terrible. And like you're saying with, with the locations they're beautiful but they'd be like running in one scene and it would be like everything would be covered in snow and mm-hmm. then they'd still be running and then it'd just be like in a desert.
2: Oh, that makes me think also of the, <laughs> the Riff where where they like are running somewhere like they are the whole movie. And uh like uh, Jim runs into the scene and then curves and then runs off. And yep. they're like, "Left turns are hard." Or yeah. Something like
1: that. Yep. Yeah. That <laughs> was, was really uh, good. Was left turns are hard to make in this forest. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, um, what do you think of this as an MSD three K episode?
2: I thought that they had a really, they had a lot of really, really great lines that I really enjoyed. There was the the rap scene Mm -hmm. where he wakes up his dad on accident. (laughs) Like, that was really good. They do
1: the the Run DMC, because he's he's dressed like a combination of one of the members of Run DMC and a Coke can. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I feel as though, like, the RPM, Riffs Per Minute, Mm -hmm. was... Like really pretty good At some points I even felt like It was even more Than it needed to be Which yep. like I don't think That's a bad thing It was just like They they were good About pacing it out Enough that there were Like There were some parts That I was just Kind of like Still processing Another joke I guess
1: Yeah Yeah
2: Um Some of them Are you know Just real mild Real chill But I think that's normal So I would rate This pretty high I would say like Out of ten Like a seven and a half Eight
1: Okay yeah, I, I agree with you. You know the the frequency of some of the the frequency and density of some of the riffing sections still kind of throws me off a little bit. But I think as, as some uh, some of our listeners mentioned after uh, Seth and I r- uh, recorded the episode about Reptilicus, uh, those sections are kind of you know they they can be distracting sometimes the first time you watch them, but then yeah. they really allow from multiple watches, because um, you're not going to catch everything right right um, the first time through. Yeah, and so it it does the the change in pace is still kind of a little jarring, but but overall, I, I found myself getting a little bit more used to it. And the timing is better in this one compared to Reptilicus. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I feel like you know the the actors of uh, you know Jonah and and, uh, and the guys playing the bots have, have fallen into a good groove with each other right um and they so and
2: during the skit sequences too
1: yes the part
2: where they were doing the raccoon part and like the robots were just going crazy and then he and then jonah shouts like paul get in here
1: like that
2: that moment really clicked so well
1: yeah and and honestly this film is the perfect film for an mst 3 k episode it is because it is it is visually interesting with not a lot going on. Yes. So while, and, and there's... There's
2: there's plenty of material. And
1: there's plenty of weird action going on. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you know all the sad animals, like, uh, you know, t- tied up, you know, like that are supposed to be like nature in the forest. Like, they're just walking through that. Normally that would be incredibly boring, but it's perfect fodder for an MSD3K episode. True, I agree. I almost wish that... This would have been the first episode in the season. Oh yeah. I feel like, I feel like this. Would that makes have...
2: me think of the part where uh, Doctor uh, or Kinga and TV's Son of TV's Frank uh, were like, "Eh, most shows aren't good until the fifth episode." Yeah, yeah. They're, like they're that they're kind of meta moment where they're yeah. acknowledging that like, yeah, it's gonna take a while to get into stride.
1: Right. Well, I I feel like this this would have onboarded a lot more new people who are like, oh, there's this new weird Netflix show I've, I've never heard of. Let me check it out. Yeah. Um, it just, overall, I feel like it's a, the movie's a little bit friendlier. Um, and
2: I'm curious about their demographics, about how many people are watching the show for the first time.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I, I would, I would also, as well. I, and if there, and if any of our listeners have stumbled upon our show because they uh, started, watching msd3k because it was new to netflix i i you know be interested to hear from you um you can you know check our facebook page which brings us to um our letter section you ready ready for some letters
2: letters letters
1: uh so if you want to write to us we put out a uh, a call every time we're gonna do um a new episode on our facebook page which is facebook.com slash gizmonic institute radio you can also send a uh um, a direct message to our page. We try and check those as often as we can. Boy, you're um, good at that. Say what?
2: I said, Boy, you're good at that. Oh, thank you.
1: Uh, I've been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, here's some. Uh, we, we put out a call for some comments and feedback on Cry Wilderness, and uh, here's what people had to say. Um, our friend Steve wrote in. Um, Hi, Steve. And Steve says, uh, it is odd, is it not, that a film about nature and all portrays Bigfoot as a litter bug? Which, <laughs> which is true. It's true. Bigfoot right. did leave a lot of cans of Coca-Cola yes. just laying around. Absolutely
2: excellent, delightful point. And something that they really could have honed in on was like, because they even have a part where Red Hawks is like, you know, like, respect nature. And then the rest of the movie really was, yeah. didn't have anything to do with that about that, despite being really nature-heavy. Also, I, I can't tell whether or not including Dr. Odd's name in your letter was a barb or not.
1: Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, that's Cold. a... Uh, um, it, it could have been. Maybe it's like a code. Uh, or maybe a... I'm just
2: really sensitive to that word.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe yeah, you got some weird uh, PTSD stuff going I on. I do? You don't? Yeah. I mean...
2: You're fine? You're fine with it?
1: I, I'm just... I'm so numb to it now. I guess. Yeah. Um, and then he says, uh, Am I the only one who thought that the hunter looked like a young Mike Wolf from American Pickers? Um, I've never seen American Pickers. So mm. I. Can pull up the
2: internet. I guess. Yeah.
1: What's the name I, again? Mike, Mike Wolf. Do
2: you think it's spelled with an
1: E? Yes, it is. Mike
2: uh, Wolf? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I guess yeah.
1: you're looking at
2: the letter, Yeah. Um, eh, a little bit. Yeah, I
1: could see that. I would I say like, more B- Sylvester Stallone than yeah. Mike Wolf, like a young Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. But I see it. I Both see
2: have
1: it. eyebrows. Yeah, <laughs> yep. That's those are things they have in common. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, I want to add on our—we talked about Captain Kangaroo on our our uh, last episode. Yes. Um, and Steve, uh, he also said, uh, he, "We're making him feel old by Aww, not knowing who Captain Steve. Kangaroo is." She said, Captain Kangaroo was ubiquitous when I was a kid. He's actually buried not far from me, which I don't know what that means. Like, is he buried in your basement, Steve? Did you murder <laughs> Captain Kangaroo? You gotta
2: keep him with you always. Yeah, like, also, it might not mean that you're old. It might just mean that we're stupid.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't don't take us not knowing about a thing yeah. as you being old. <laughs> it just it just could mean that we just don't know about a thing. Yeah. So. Um, but now we know that you murdered Captain Kangaroo so It's we probably it. alright Yeah, yeah Death by ping pong ball I guess um, our friend Cy wrote in
2: Hi, Cy si.
1: um, He said, this film, it's like someone watched Boggy Creek 2 and Pod People to back and wondered, could we do that? But without the quiet dignity and fashionable haircuts Oh, man We I didn't was, talk about the haircuts in this movie
2: I was thinking about Pod People as we were discussing this movie, too Yeah We're on the same wavelength, kind of
1: Yeah well, there's a lot of, it's it's a child. Um, right, in the woods. is, is stumbling through the woods. With a furry creature. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Although
2: it doesn't have little winged potatoes. No,
1: yeah, and in, in, uh, at no point does Paul try and hide Bigfoot in his house in a comical sort of E.T. ripoff scene. There's no
2: speak and say.
1: No, yeah, He uh, Bigfoot Bigfoot does not do stupid things other than litter, which is a very stupid thing. I mean, thing. he does a lot of stupid things. They just yes. don't
2: point it out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, and there's no cool like rock band that's uh I guess the maybe the bikers are like kind of like the
2: uh you know, there's probably a parallel yeah. between pod people and every movie that's ever been made, but yeah. still still a fun comparison. Uh
1: our friend Chris wrote in. Hi, Chris. And he says, I've got I've just one thing to say. Bang! Uh, <laughs> bang in reference to the uh the repeated riff that all the people in the movie are shooting Paul for being so annoying.
2: Uh, That makes me think of another riff that I really enjoyed. There's a part, one of the many times that Paul is running away from his dad and they riffed a i'm gonna have to wing him to stop you
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can't spell dad without add
2: yes that was that part yeah
1: yeah yeah very uh very good, good. um hey uh, speaking of paul's our friend paul wrote in hi
2: paul not
1: the same paul from the uh, movie i don't think but uh, it could be i don't it know could be? i guess i don't know i can't i shouldn't say that maybe this is if paul. you are please tell us yeah tell us about bigfoot um Oh, he starts out by saying, as someone named Paul, I don't care for the quote-unquote hero of this movie. Oh, uh, way better. Yeah, sorry, Paul. Uh, way better than Reptilicus as an episode. Uh, those raccoons sure were scalps. I think he maybe meant to write scamps, because I don't think they were scalps. <laughs>
2: no, 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 no. Yeah,
1: they, <laughs> they sure, sure were, were scalps. scalps. Uh, his favorite riff was after Bigfoot yells at the dorm windows. I've shouted at three different boys yes. dormitories. I like that. Is this the right Paul? I enjoyed yeah. that too. That was yeah. Also yeah it a very was good uh, riff. it was a very good one. Again,
2: this movie was chock full of them. Mm-hmm. Bursting yep. at the seams.
1: Yep. And and again, Paul, I agree with you. Way better than Reptilicus is an episode. Oh, um, I thought you
2: were gonna say, Paul, I agree with you that you're a better Paul, and I was like, what are you basing that on?
1: No. Uh, there was. You probably a, are a better bald than this kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'm absolutely sure you're a better bald than this kid. Okay. This kid had no respect for his parents, mm-hmm. um, or or authority, Parent. or, or nature. Unless, <laughs>
2: unless the dad mated with one of the forest animals. Yeah,
1: maybe Bigfoot we, is his mom. Maybe
2: we did see a mom. I don't yeah. know.
1: Who knows? Um, our friend Matthew wrote in.
2: Hi, Matthew.
1: Um, he says, the, uh, title should have been Cry, comma, Wilderness, because <laughs> if I were the wilderness, I would definitely be crying over this movie, doing me no favors whatsoever. Nice. That's
2: delightful. Yeah, that's but, No, no comma needed.
1: Nope. He... Um, our friend Bart wrote in. Hi, Bart. Uh, and Bart says, uh, do you guys have a collection of decorative clam juice steins on your headboard? Uh, <laughs> No, but that's a good – it's good. It's in reference to the uh, decorative uh, maple syrup jars. Yes, that,
2: that was an interesting part of the movie. And, yep. uh, no, I have – like I mentioned before, I have reconstructed my uh, meatball sub mm-hmm. out of materials that I found around the ship. Yep. I think it's pretty accurate. Yep. Um, but I kind of just sleep balled up in there.
1: And I just have a bunch of empty water bottles in my uh – in my hold it yeah. sort of reminds me of earth where i had a bunch of empty water bottles in my bedroom
4: yeah that's nice yeah
1: mm-hmm. well i just was i was like bigfoot in the way that i would drink a bottle of water every night before bed and mm-hmm. then i just crush it up into a, a ball and just throw it wherever hmm. but
2: know. i feel like you've changed because i don't feel like you would dare crush them now oh
1: no no now they're artifacts yes. of the past yes um,
2: I never did ask you where, how you got all those up here.
1: They were just in a locker. I <laughs> oh, found okay. them. They were already empty. Oh. So it wasn't like one of those things where... Uh,
2: well, if there's like any more, maybe we should look for more water bottles. Yeah. Because right. I'm really sick of clam juice.
1: Um, and uh, finally, our friend uh, Crobot Servo wrote in what? and just said the uh, most unsettling stinger, which I agree with. It is very, oh, very very unsettling. brutal. Yeah, it just eating that chicken like so bad.
2: And what do you um, think the director told him?
1: Um, be disgusting. Mm-hmm. Or maybe just be yourself. I don't know. Uh I wonder uh this was not on the uh um this is not Cry Wilderness related, um, but we did have a really nice uh, message from our longtime fan Flopsy T Hamster, um, and I wanted to read this on the show. Um, Flopsy Hello, said, Flopsy. Um, "I finally had a chance to listen to the latest episode. You'll be interested in this. I this is I'm doing this for you. For this me, is, this is for you. Um, I finally had a chance to listen to the latest episode, and wow, it's amazing how much a cast change in the podcast parallels a cast changes in MSD3K itself. Uh-huh. Whether a cast member would leave the show, I'd be sad and miss them, uh-huh. uh." But but the show always found a new cast member who would be who was the best possible person to join the show. Someone who was funny and added new direction to the show. That's certainly the case with Renee. Aww. She's fun, quick, and not afraid to stamp her own sense of humor on the podcast.
2: That's so nice. One of
1: the best things about the show has always been the pattern and the chemistry between Seth and Jeff. And I was worried that it might take a while to get along, uh, to get going with Jeff and Renee. But no, it's there in their first moments together. Um, I guess we have good chemistry.
2: That's really lovely, and yeah. it's shocking since uh, we, we fight so much.
1: We do fight a lot. Um, so, so or maybe much.
2: it's kind of like, you know, that like brother-sister fighting. Yeah, probably. You know, like, if we were in a car together, I'd probably kick you a mm-hmm.
1: bunch. Yeah, that car, Dr. Odd would have turned this car around. He
2: would.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which was fine, because then we go back to Earth. Yeah, that'd so, be fine. Yeah. Maybe we should
2: start kicking each other.
1: Yeah. Uh, so thank you, Renee, for allowing the show to continue on, and... Uh, thanks should go to the show for finding the best possible person to join the cast. So, yeah, thank you Flopsy that Teenager. That was
2: incredibly sweet. Mm-hmm. Nicest thing anybody has said to me, on space yeah. or not, well, are we on, in? We're in? In space. In space? Or I mean,
1: I guess we're on space.
2: But Earth isn't really out of space. But
1: it's outer space.
2: Earth or on Earth. Wait. That is the nicest <laughs> thing anyone has ever said to me. Oh, Thank you, Flopsy. Uh, yeah. If you could direct some of that really nice positive energy towards your local law enforcement and uh plead for help for us that would be great
1: yeah (laughs) please have us be rescued yes um so yeah that is uh those are all the the letters that that's again um facebook.com slash gizmonic institute radio um, we're also on Twitter At msd3k underscore podcast um, We do have a uh, Patreon um, For a dollar a month mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. donate to, uh, <laughs> to our Patreon And here are our, uh, <laughs> our other show that Dr. Odd forces us to do Which is <laughs> Dr. Odd's Cinematic Fun Dumpster Oh man! Um, which is a show where Dr. Odd Has a bucket full of his favorite movies Turkish um,
2: Star Wars Yeah
1: the next Turkish. one is going to be Turkish Star Wars so Turkish we'll be Star walking Wars. watching that and then talking to Dr. Odd about Turkish Star Wars. Uh last month was Roller Boogie, which was a very long movie oh about roller God. skating disco. So much
2: so much dumpster makeout. Yeah,
1: there was so I I remember very little about that movie, but it was almost 2 hours long.
2: It, 90 minutes probably was just roller
1: yep. roller skating. Mm-hmm. It was like it was like someone who was really interested in disco tried to like make the movie Haggard starring Bam Margera, but with roller disco instead of skateboarding. You're
2: overselling it.
1: Yeah, I (laughs) Haggard is a much better movie than Roller (laughs) Disco. Um so anyway, uh yeah, our our Patreon is patreon.com slash Gizmonic. Um and like I said, for a dollar a month you can get uh that uh, other episode. It comes out monthly. Um it's pretty great. Uh and it also that your donations help us out a lot. We're able to get some new equipment. um, and uh you know start sprucing things up and it helps pay for our, our web hosting which is kind of a, a huge help so so thank you for everyone who's donated that and uh if you like the show then uh you think about maybe heading over to patreon.com slash xamonic and donating
2: tell your friends yeah tell
1: your friends also if you if you can't donate um but you want to help other people find the show you can give us a review and rating on itunes that it helps uh you know uh, put our show where uh, people can see it um, and helps people find it. The more ratings we have, uh, so thank you to everyone. We've had a couple since our last episode, Woo-hoo! so um, I uh, really appreciate everyone who's gone um, to our iTunes page and and given us a review. Everyone we has
2: read reviews too. Also. Uh, um, I mean, I don't, not necessarily right now. But, okay. Uh, I also am going to snatch up another demo. Real okay. Quick, and I'm also going to say if you, in fact, hate this show and hate everything about it, huh. what better way to prank your friends than to send them a link to the show?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're listening to this right now and thinking, hmm, no, this is not for me. This is not for me. And
2: it's probably not for Charles either. Yeah. But then you send that link over uh-huh. because it's going to be a funny joke.
1: Yep. It, yeah, I'd be like, "Oh, Charles will hate this." Right. He only likes very short shows about. Um,
2: if we could get viral success just by yeah. people ironically hating this show, I yeah. don't know how I'd feel. But uh, I'm just putting it out there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think maybe we'd get a lot less nice letters like we had today. <laughs> but you know, we might get more letters. I guess it depends on what you're what you're shooting for there. Uh-huh. But you know,
2: just open into that door. Yeah. Well,
1: when our our goal here is to change Charles's mind. Right. Charles only listens to two-minute-long podcasts that are about dogs and ferrets, oh, and man. he's he's looking at this, thinking, "What? Like almost almost an hour and a half about a show I've never seen right. or heard and of before." Every time one host
2: tries to close the show down, the other host just starts talking about different ways they can pull in demos, and that's mm-hmm. not my style. That's no, not my speed. I, I don't.
1: I I'm not even the demo of this show. Charles says as he's. Staring idly at his ferret podcast, but then he uh, starts listening. Yeah, the Chitterbox is that a good name for a ferret Aww, podcast? The the, uh,
2: the Duke Town.
1: Yeah, the Duke Town. Yeah, du- Dukeburg. Dukeburg. Yeah, I like Woo-hoo. that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, we need we need to stop this audio log before we go crazy. So All you right. have any any parting thoughts about Cry Wilderness?
2: Um, no. I mean, that uh, that one earlier, Cry Comma Wilderness. Yeah. <laughs> that 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 can be my stinger. Also, love y'all
1: yeah yeah so uh check us out facebook.com slash gizmonic institute radio uh at mst through can score podcast on twitter um at patreon.com slash gizmonic and leave us a review on itunes uh thank you everybody we appreciate it, and we'll be back soon uh, our next episode is going to be what is our next episode going to be um it is going to be one of the season four episodes um I'm not sure which one it is though.
2: Better think fast.
1: I'm going to think fast. It's it's almost as if I'm trying to remember. Teenagers from Outer Space.
2: Oh, that sounds be. great.
1: Yeah, it does. Um it it I th- I think I've seen this one before but I'm not sure. This is one of those that has like an ambiguous enough title that it could be like five episodes. It could be any
2: movie. Yeah. It, it is any and all movies.
1: Uh-huh. And with um uh, with MSD3K episodes. I don't even know if it's going to have teenagers or space in it. It's true. It could be, like, I don't know, about a turtle who came from an island somewhere.
2: Uh, Would watch either movie.
1: Yep. Yeah, we have to. So, yeah. So, yeah, our next episode is going to come out in probably about a week. Uh, Teenagers from Outer Space, and then, uh, this month's, uh, Dr. Odd Cinematic Fun Dumpster for our, uh, Patreon backers is, uh, Turkish Star Wars, so that's gonna be a treat as well. So, uh, thanks for listening, and this is the audio log for MST3K Season 11, Episode 2, Cry Wilderness. Oh, what a fantastic, what a fantastic audio I think that
2: was probably our best work to date.
1: I yeah, I think it was it was definitely top one or two, Agreed. maybe even top three, top three, mm-hmm. top three episodes that you and I have done. It was it was up there. Uh, so Travis, well, yeah,
3: um, it was really one of really one of the greats. I know. Yeah, yeah. I sat here ecstatic, not eating this sandwich. <laughs>
1: it's a long time to not eat
2: a sandwich?
1: Are there are there parts of Trebus in your sandwich? And is is he making up the wood and the dagwood?
3: Well, yeah. I mean, you know, it's totally cool. Trebus doesn't mind at all. I take him, you know, I harvest him. I I turn pieces of his body into toothpicks so I can like pick the sausage from my teeth.
2: So so what He's cool constitutes? With the... What constitutes not minding something?
1: Yeah, he seems to really mind it
3: well, like, real hard. If I if I had to. Uh, really put a point on it I would say not being able to hurt me that would uh. be how I would qualify it and luckily since he is a tree attached to your spaceship there is very little he can do huh. That's a, that to, seems like a to re- me to really me solid
2: a, it seems like a really solid system of logic I think that it might really succeed well in, in, in certain factions of I don't know yes
3: great yeah. it's it's really great infections of things that are not near me and only are by you
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah okay uh hey hey trebus yes yeah. this, is is your, this, is is your, this is your this is your
0: this is your trebus speaking hi trebus we're currently uh, cruising through space and at, at <laughs> probably fast yeah I br- i'll be honest I'm not a trained pilot. I'm gonna be, I'm just gonna come out and say it.
2: I have so many questions. Are, are other trees sentient or were you engineered by Dr. Odd? Is he your daddy?
0: Well, all I know and all I remember was waking up and uh, as a little, a little tiny sapling in a little pot. And it was, it was wonderful. And the sun shone upon my face every morning for that first week and then a a large man in a lab coat that was i want to add really covered in a lot of a
3: lot of mayonnaise
1: yeah, just it, think it's probably dr right. it happens
3: things get things get on your clothes
1: there's another obstacle don't, course day do don't,
3: don't judge me well look yes there is more than one obstacle course i really think uh, we don't need to branch into more stories at this time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd rather not. I'm trying to Let's picture what
2: mayonnaise stains look like. I mean, I'm sure they age yellow,
1: probably. I want to know why a E. cheese has so much mayonnaise. I would say
0: it is better for your mental health not to consider it. Anyway, I was I was taken by Doctor Rod and as a a young sapling, and then. I was injected with fertilizers and attached to this
1: spaceship. And here, here I am. Oh. Yes. Well, we were also kidnapped by Dr. Odds, so we're kind of in the same boat. I mean, Oh,
0: definitely. Uh, definitely. I can see all the wires going into your flesh.
1: Well, we got oh, these shock on. I don't we see might... them. Yeah, well, he he has these shot collars on us. I think it's a lot harder to, you know, put wires on a human being than it is a tree. Absolutely. You know, it's a great
0: thing uh, having all of your body and your bodily functions uh, being in service to others. It is yeah. truly, truly a great life that I lead well, here.
1: I mean, is there anything we can do to make you more comfortable, Treebiz? Or, uh, well, you know, any, anything? there we can is one you? thing. Okay.
0: You could open the airlock here in the mast.
2: Oh, you want some fresh air? Yeah.
1: Yes! Okay. I don't think that would, No, no, I don't that, think we should. I mean, it'd be pretty easy
2: because we talked about last time you could just unzip these windows pretty Yeah,
1: easy. well, uh, again, you know, I, I think it would, you know, I think I think Trebus wants, you know, he doesn't want to live anymore. Have I told you that the
0: maple syrup you ate on your pancakes this morning is my blood?
1: Oh. Uh, no, that's that. Okay, uh, that it was red.
2: It was red. Yeah, syrup. it, was it, it was, was. it was. It yeah. was red. Thank you. Flavored. I
1: was yeah, beginning to, then to then wonder if, if like you were all colorblind. colorblind. No. no, it was. Well, Doctor Rod, I you know I didn't the the pancakes obviously made out of wood shavings. So I mean they weren't real pancakes. I assumed yeah, it wasn't not, real syrup either. Yeah,
3: nothing. None of that is real. All yeah. of this is made up. I just want to point out now. I made a mistake by introducing you guys to little Trevis here because I want to point out it was all fake. Okay, I made up the whole thing. Uh, Trevis is not Wait. real.
4: Wait, Did no, he's you obviously
3: we're looking at him. Yeah, we're we're looking at him
1: right now.
3: Nope, nope, that's uh, I made that. I made that. I have. I, I, Trevis, I come back!
2: Trevis, I've got so many questions.
3: I took that class. In our computer graphics, and I made yeah. that that video you see, screen you see, that tiny talking tree. Yeah. I made that. Uh, I made that with uh, what was it called, uh, MS Paint?
1: Hmm. Yeah. I'm, I. I. You know. Okay. I. I don't think so, Doctor. I'm I think never gonna is, yep. stop believing. Yeah, I believe all in Trubas. I believe in It's Trubus. all true. Mm-hmm. Trubas, yep. save us. Take us to yep. Earth, um, save
2: us
3: so, save uh, us. so the great thing is now You don't have to think about it You know You don't have to think about it. I mean come on That's ridiculous Some tiny tree And we're just like You know Hooking him up the wires And And sucking his life force While he steers a ship I mean that's not happen.
1: Yeah but who is steering the ship then? <laughs> See? Trebus is real Tribus. Unequivocal proof Ah, oh, man Prie- uh, Priebus Priebus <laughs> Reese
3: Priebus? the uh, oh, yes, Ritz Priebus <laughs> is there.
1: Okay, just oh, okay, don't ask. I feel more terrified now. That I I want to go back to Trevis. come well, back. Well, uh, I don't know. I don't know
3: if we'll ever hear from Trebus again. To tell you the truth, man, I bet he'll be back in
1: you know two, three days tops. He'll be all. Uh, he's probably need some time to to rest. But, Hello. Um, this oh, hey, is Trevis. Hey, this is your
0: Trevis speaking. I would Hi, like Trubus. you to know. I would like you to know that I am completely a, f- a figment of your imagination. Hmm.
1: Doctor, what are you up to this? Please, please open the airlock. Please. Listen, Trevis. We'll talk. We'll talk. I think. I think. I don't. I mean. I, We're currently currently cruising through space. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Dreamers, I just feel bad. And also, you'd steer the ship if you weren't here. Like, is it on autopilot? I know. Look, I'll just just
0: stick around. It's good.
1: I wouldn't want to make like a a
0: tree
3: and leave...
2: All
1: right, maybe I, now I'm starting to doubt whether or not
3: he's. Oh, dreamers, yeah. you! Oh man, I really programmed that one good. That computer graphics that I did.
1: Yeah, yeah, you 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 programmed this computer graphics uh, tree so sad. Uh, it just everything well. about it is sad. It's very believably sad, and I don't. I I feel I feel just bad now. You know what, Renee?
2: Well, we did have coppery maple syrup for breakfast, so
1: we did. It was very coppery and red. Yep. But that's um, hard
2: to make. Yeah. Out. What's it? It?
1: Pretty good, and right?
2: You, you oh, know, yeah, you know
1: it was how delicious. there, you know how there are like two steering wheels down here usually, and I, I didn't think they did anything, but then sometimes there's only one, and I think when there's only one steering wheel, that's when Trebus is steering. And I just like I, I, I feel like we need to do something to help him, but Hang we on. don't want to eject him into space. Yeah. Hang on. Do we have steering yeah. wheels? I mean, there. I think. Yeah. They're, is they're there. Is there a steering here. wheel on a ship? I'm going
3: to i to be honest with you. Those steering wheels that you guys have access to are just those yeah. little uh, plastic Fisher Price steering wheels. Yeah. Go ahead. Honk <gasps> the horn. Okay. Oh, nothing.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. The horn seems awesome. to be broken. <laughs> Yeah, they're just (laughs) dead. There's no batteries in them. Uh, We have the worst things up here.
3: Think of how good you're getting at counting to four by sliding those little knobs around.
1: Yeah, and I did figure out how to match shapes. So that is that is some positive education I've had. See,
3: it's a great, another great day in space.